what's up you guys welcome back to the witchy bat coven i'm alex and i'm june and i know our names may have changed just a little bit but that's because last time you guys heard us we were going by oliver and cammy and we decided to change our names i know it's been a while since we've been back but here is what's been new alex would you like to go first uh, sure, why not? I spent a good few months in Texas, got to, got to do a lot of exploring. It was definitely an adjustment from my small southern Wisconsin town, I'll say that much, but I had a lot of good experiences, you know, got to do a lot of really fun stuff. I actually got to go see a building that one of the three main creators of Twitch owns on Galveston Island. That was pretty cool. And you didn't visit me? I know. I'm sorry. I'm an awful brother. <laughs> Cries. <laughs> I was alone all summer. <laughs> um, for me, I uh, took breaks for mental health reasons. And then a boyfriend broke up with me. My ex, at least. And then I have a new one. I met someone new. I had the best summer. Relearning myself. And... I actually went through two jobs, and now I'm working. Well, the second job I'm working currently, and that one's been the great has been the greatest job ever. Yeah. Good. So, uh, that's been my life. <laughs> the new. I mean, I, I mean, changed my room. I mean, hey, I might be working as you know a sort of after school kind of teacher program here soon. So we'll see. Me. All right, but before we get into the episode, let's go into our disclaimers here. So once again, you know, we are not a full-fledged coven. We are a family. And please, please, please don't use our podcast as your only form of research. We are not professionals. We do not know everything. Not everything that we say in the episodes are going to be research some of the stuff like today's episode is going to be personal experiences personal crafts and you can make your judgment based off however you want to also if you are from a different religion or you don't believe in witchcraft please be respectful all practices are welcome don't do closed practices unless if you are part of said culture other than that welcome back to the witchy bat coven Side note, my cat just bit my toe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, today we are going to be talking about morals and ethics within our own practices. And boundaries. And our boundaries, that is correct. So I, for me, I feel like my biggest, you know, moral standpoint is I won't use my my practice or my craft to for harm for anyone um I refuse to do any sort of hexing or curses um because I feel like that strays away from my path and I use my practice as a way to help myself and heal and help others heal and I feel like you know just curses and hexes is just not it's bad juju that I don't want to be messing with and I actually differ from Alex's point of view because I believe in we are, I, not we, because again, we are both different point of views, but people who do practice hexes and curses and 
all the um, bad, quote-unquote bad magic as you would see in movies and stuff. I believe that you could use that kind of stuff for justice purpose only. Nothing petty. Like, don't be petty about it. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to curse my mother because she forgot it's my birthday. Although that is kind of horrible. Don't do that. This is more of like getting back at someone who deeply wronged you and had no justice for it. Or things like um, abusers and R words, big R words, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. If they don't serve the justice that they don't get, you can use hexes. And that's what I personally believe is like justice, but by hexes. Because your witchcraft is not limited to the things you know. You can research and expand and you can technically use your witchcraft in your everyday life for almost anything you need. See, I agree on that aspect, but I also really like heavily believe in karma and like, okay, a little bit of personal information. I am a survivor of multiple different um, acts of bad towards me from other people. I'm not going to give specifics, but I fully believe that, you know, they're going to get their karma one day without me having to, you know, take that step to, you know, hex or curse them in any way, shape or form. So just like Alex's no-no thing, like the founders, he won't cross with their witchcraft one of mine is doing spells or rituals for the intent of forcing someone to do something for you or with you this does fall under love spells heavily um a lot of people think love spells aren't a very bad thing which they don't they don't have to be bad um but when it comes to something that sounds innocent like making a boy fall in love with you making your crush notice you you are using your will and power to change someone's force of free will you're using it to take away free will so they it can be seen as bad if you know what i mean right see i i will 100% stand by i'm going to use love spells as an example um things to enhance certain things in their relationship like uh i have someone i know that recently did a spell because their partner and them were having issues you know communicating and sharing emotions with each other and so they did something that you know could kind of bring that forth and you know help that But in no way was that spell meant to make their partner, you know, love them more or, you know, do anything like that. And it was on both ends and the partner had fully consented to it. One of my favorite things is um, with love spells, especially because I know there's like a boundary that can be crossed versus something that is going to be like, yeah, no, you need to chill your move right there is spells with other people, especially with love spells, get their permission, like always ask. And that goes into my next boundary is um, I don't want to be used in someone's spell without me, no- without them notifying me and asking for my permission. So I'm not going to do it to them either. That is like an ethic. Do not put a spell 
or don't cast a spell for someone, even if it's innocent, without their permission. And there is multiple ways to get their permission to use a spell. Right. Even if they don't believe in witchcraft. Yeah. And, you know, I think it also kind of just depends on, like, you know, the, the spell and all of... There's so many aspects that go into that stuff. And it's, you know, it's really a fine line between what's ethical and you know what's not yeah i totally agree i am (laughs) not in it right now i keep spacing out but (laughs) um another thing that i like to talk about is tarot readings okay now there is for me there is boundaries and things i won't do for tarot readings such as i will not read you your future i do not care what you need to know about your future. I'm not going to read it for you because that is not what tarot is meant for. Yes, it helps with the future, but it's not meant to read your future because every move you make changes your future and opens a new door. You could make, there could be a set future already for you, but you make it, you choose an opportunity that's a little bit different. That opens five new doors. Your future is not set. It can change. So that actually brings up a really good point um, and reminds me of this conversation I had with a woman I met when I was in Texas. Um, she was a very diehard Christian woman, and we had talked for hours about um, spirituality versus religion and witchcraft and all of that. And sh- we were talking about tarot, and she, you know, was like, I don't know, you know, something about like community. She thought like it was communicating with spirituality spirits or entities or stuff like that and I had to explain to her that's not at all what it was and how you know it's really just about your intuition and your higher being and yourself and she brought up how she doesn't believe in you know telling future and I said but it's not just that it's a lot of you know your day-to-day life every choice you make changes your future you know whether you're you know, more into paganism, stuff like that, like the earth religions or, you know, Christianity, Lutheranism, stuff like that. I was like, no matter spiritual, right. You know, it either way, your decisions change your future. There is no set timeline for you. Whatever you do in your day-to-day life changes where you're going to be next. And she actually really opened up to the idea of, you know, tarot and stuff like that. And even when it comes to, you know, like palm reading, you know, I won't use it to tell you your future. I'll use it to tell you more about yourself. I think um, one of the best things I've, best examples I've seen with stuff like this is um, when you think about your future, um, Think of it this way. You look at a sh- you look at two shirts. One's black, one's pink. This is just an example. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to go with the pink shirt today. But that pink shirt, you know, might not be as cute as the black shirt because the black shirt for that day might have given you a compliment. But that pink shirt is just kind of a casual shirt. It changes the setting of things. And it's like every small move. It's not just... Um, the big thing your future yeah 
I think another thing is the misconception that movies in Hollywood likes to show you because a lot of people have the idea of witchcraft being exactly like the movies and a lot of the only things you see is from movies in popular media which right. is where misconceptions of tarot cards and witchcraft and all that stuff comes into play right which I do plan on making an episode of that one later on about witchcraft versus movies and TV shows and picking a few right my, my biggest one is like the Vampire Diaries series like in at least in where I'm from that was a big one that like changed how people looked at witchcraft and it's something it's a good show don't get me wrong but it always always bugs me you know yeah no I get you I have one um I have a few shows that actually one of them Buffy the Vampire Slayer actually features two witches that actually practice Wiccan yeah, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Willow. <laughs> yeah. That's, Willow and Tara. That's a topic mm. that I could go on forever about. So we'll save the rest of that for another for episode. Another episode. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Ooh. I want to get into what I would teach my child as boundaries and ethics. Because I do plan on having children in the future with my current boyfriend. Right, he's right. very nice. I wouldn't push religion on them. However, I would teach them my religion and my practices, especially with witchcraft, in boundaries. Now, some people might not think it's safe to teach children everything about witchcraft, especially right. the darker side. But when they get older, I do intend on teaching them. That is just something I don't have as a boundary because I feel like any question they want to know should be answered. Now, unless if it's a closed practice, I do not mind telling them how certain things work or how certain things could be associated with certain herbs. Right. See, when I, you know, have children one day, I am definitely going to teach them as much as I know about every every religion that i know about um every you know spiritual practice that i know about and i'm going to tell them like if there's something you want to learn more about please please tell me and we'll we'll do it together like and i am going to you know teach my my kids at least the basics of herbalism and you know what herbs can do because i don't think that that is a necessarily you know, witchcraft, you know, kind of thing. Like that's something that could be useful. Say they go camping and, you know, they run, they get lost or they go hiking and they get lost, you know, that can help them. Survivor skills just by using witchcraft. Ooh, that should be another episode about how our terminology of witchcraft can differ in some parts of what we call witchcraft can just be a normal everyday practice that's not even witchcraft. Right. That would uh, be another episode. However. That, but like, you know, growing up, my grandmother, she ha- lives on a farm and I spent lots of time out there. And, you know, there's so many things that I know, I knew back then that have aided in my practice now because she taught them to me. 
And, you know, I try to stay away from, you know, like prescription medications or over-the-counter painkillers, stuff like that. Um, And that's a practice I try to teach to, you know, or I'm going to try to teach to my child one day because, you know, those things in the wrong hands can be awful. I'm not saying they're them themselves are bad but you know situationally they can be a very bad thing and so I want my kid to have the knowledge you know of other options if that's what they choose to do and there's some things that I think work way better than you know taking like Tylenol like if you have a, a dull headache use peppermint oil don't take a painkiller it's not necessary now if you have a migraine obviously you're going to want to take a painkiller because sometimes as someone who gets chronic migraines sometimes the herbs just aren't enough you know yes and that's another thing that i've seen all over social media at least and my side of social media that i get is there right. there are parents who are a little bit overbearing and say we do not use medication or doctor prescribed things in this house we use essential oils and herbs and all that good stuff and yes although those do may help there are medical things that you need to be aware of that sometimes your herbs your spiritual prayers and stuff like that won't help there's there's a a great tumblr post i don't remember it word for word and i don't normally quote things i see on like blogs or anything like that but it was a conversation um between a couple different users at, about anti-vaxxers and i'm not going to get into my opinion what to each their own but it said you know chamomile and honey for sore throats vaccines for HPV you know there's there's a fine line between you know pharmaceuticals and herbs I won't use pharmaceuticals for everything I won't use herbs for everything it's a healthy even right right like as someone who's chronically ill I could be taking painkillers you know up the wazoo every single day because I have a a chronic pain condition but instead I use I choose to use things like essential oils and apothecary spray um and you know stuff like that because I you know don't want to do that to my body because at my level of chronic pain I would be taking more than the prescribed like recommended prescribed amount of Tylenol and ibuprofen in a 24-hour period than I should be, you know. So I'd much rather, you know, use these oils and these sprays and these roll-ons. And then on the days it's really, really bad, use that Tylenol, use that ibuprofen, you know, use those prescription painkillers. And that way too, I don't build up an immunity to those, those things. And one more thing I wanted to add is witchcraft is so much different than religion. You can be Christian and practice witchcraft. Witchcraft very is much spirituality. Witchcraft is more of a spirituality thing. You can add religion to it. You can be an atheist and practice witchcraft because witchcraft is technically science with a little bit of magic. 
Right. I have, you know, one of my childhood best friends was raised, you know, in a very, very Christian household um, to the point where, you know, his whole life, he he felt a lot of pressure. Um, And now he, you know, practices witchcraft and, you know, he's he's living his best life through it. So actually, because I am on Witch Talk quite frequently, um, and for those of you who aren't big on social media, um, Witch Talk is pretty much witchcraft side of TikTok. Um, There is a TikToker, I can't remember her user for the life of me, but if you, you know, go to the Witch Talk tag or you are on that side of TikTok, you probably know who I'm talking about. She has an ongoing series of how she would talk to her kid about witchcraft and how she would handle certain wait, things wait wait, wait 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 is it that one where she does skits with like the kid and, and the husband like, the <laughs> yes yes I you know exactly that. who i'm talking about that. i hate witch talk i'm just gonna be honest i fucking hate witch talk <laughs> however i like the ones with the skits because they're so cute especially with like the how i'd raise my kid um there's another witch talker that i watch and you might know her and if you're watching and you're on Witch Talk, you also know her, especially if you're in Hellenic talk or like the Hellenic side of things. Um, there's this one who would um, do if um, pay if Christians were the pagans of our society and like paganism yes. is, you know, the main world religion. And it's like, oh, you worship Jesus. <sighs> you're still praying. You don't have an offering like us do so weird and she practically treats how christianity and cat and um how catholics would treat us for the for most of history and i think it's hilarious to see how it switches it's not like that she doesn't actually think that you know um but it's a good way to see how it would be if it was switched around and christianity yeah. was like a minority religion Right. And honestly, something I've noticed is, you know, going into talking about witch talk and everything, as much as I don't really necessarily care for it, and there's a lot of false information being spread, um, I it really shows me on how much the community, the witchcraft community has grown over the years. And it's really giving, you know, a, a good community and a way to interact with other witches across, you know, the country. And I kind of, that that's the only thing I really like about Witch Talk, you know? And I think it's really good that it's giving a community. You know, as much as, you know, social media can be, you know, um, a bad thing. And I don't think social media in a whole is a bad thing. It's completely situational, as with everything in life. Hey, we uh, did a podcast about this for my school once. It's not released did. publicly, but it's it we did one of my classes. Um, but... You know, it really, it does a good job at giving um, a community, you know what I mean? And tying into that and kind of going back on topic, you know, whatever, I'm a firm believer of whatever path my kids um, decide to follow, I will do my hardest to surround them with other people that are following the same or a similar path because I think that is a very very important thing 
to do. And you know what it's like to be separated because I have a lot of stories from back when I was in school and I didn't understand what Christianity was. I knew a lot about paganism, but wasn't really sure about Christianity. And I would go around being like, I'm a witch. I practice paganism. Wait, what's Christianity? And then I got bullied. So, right, right. Yeah. You know, um, I have a story about that, but that's for another time. I I really, you know, I I think that's, you know, a really important part to parenting too, especially, you know, talking about, you know, religious or spiritual practices, um, kind of making sure your kid is surrounded by p- people who are going through a similar thing, going down a similar path. Don't mind my cat screaming in the background this episode. <laughs> he is very temperamental today. Yeah. So, um, do you have any other boundaries and ethics you would like to get into? Or was that um, about it for you? That's about it. One thing I did really want to touch on, uh, being reminded by my cat screaming at me right now, um, is the topic of familiars. So I am a huge believer in familiars being a thing, and I've seen it firsthand. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I, I might have brought this up in a past episode, but I'm not 100% for sure. I do have a service animal, um, the one that is screaming bloody murder in the background. Um, but anytime I you know, tend to do something in my practice, he likes to be right there. He loves candles to the point where if I have a candle lit, I have to be right there. There's no stepping out of the room and leaving it burning, you know, even if I'm just running to the bathroom or to get a glass of water. You should never leave a candle or anything burning with your animals in the room unintended. Because that's just a disclaimer. He will literally try to put his paw into the candle or he will like... I, I don't know what it is. You know, he, when he was younger, I could leave candle burn, candles burning and he would want nothing to do with them. Once I started heavily practicing again, this cat, and as he got older, he was so invested with these candles. It was ridiculous. If there's incense burning, he will stand there and stare at it. Um, you know, he even to the point where if I set certain crystals in front of him, depending on the day he will like bat those crystals away and other ones he'll try to like hide and protect you know right before I left for Texas I was going through some of my crystals um and I had put you know three of them in front of him I think it was a rose quartz and amethyst and obsidian um just because I had found them in some of my things and he batted the obsidian away and the rose quartz away and he crawled on top of the amethyst crystal and just laid there and he would like get grumpy with me if I tried to take it away from him so I you know if my kid you know wants an animal I will typically, you know, probably not say no, especially like, obviously, if we can't afford another animal, we can't afford to take care of it. I'm going to say no, because the well-being of that animal. But um, because you never know the type of connection that animal is going to have. And say my kid does, you know, want to follow a similar path to me, that that animal could very much be, you know, my child's familiar and there's a lot of times where I'll be doing work and 
I will be stressing out and my cat will just, you know, come up and kind of help guide me almost in a weird way. And a lot of people don't believe in familiars, especially nowadays. Um, But I think they're a really important part to a witch's practice. And so something I just want to touch on, because I know you were mentioning it earlier. Um, Be very careful on what herbs you burn in front of your cats and candles you light because of the fact that cats are are sensitive and some herbs can damage them or make them very sick. Keep your cats away. I know are deadly. Yeah, keep your cats away from rose, lavender. They do not like the scent of citrus. I know that much. Um, I have a whole list of things that I have to be very, very careful with around my cats in my room. So, you know, I, you really gotta, you know, depending on the animal, you've got to be careful. And lastly, don't give your kid an animal teach them to teach them a responsibility. That is your job, not an animal because you're putting an animal life in danger. You can teach them responsibility and have an animal. But don't solely rely on that animal to teach them responsibility because they will and can neglect them. Right. You got to be there. Like, I'm all for, you know, using animals to kind of help teach the child responsibility. But if you leave that animal solely in the care of that child, that's that's wrong. Don't do that. You know, you got to be there to monitor and watch and teach, you know. They're, you can't expect them to just do know what to do. Yep. And I think that is the end of this episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to touch on a few points before we completely end. We are having a couple new updates to our podcast. One of them is we're going to stop doing the daily of the days. I'm going to actually instead make in entire episodes because i was doing tarot cards originally but i think i'm gonna make a entire episodes of just tarot cards with each card starting from the major arcana to the minor and then another update is we are gonna have new members to our channel so it won't just be us two so sometimes we're not gonna see me and alex talking you'll be seeing me and a member or another member and alex talking or just even them doing their own thing sometimes our episodes can be individual so that's something we are going to start changing up here very soonly so if you hear new voices welcome them in and like always stay witchy my friends